Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Secret Artists Podcast. Welcome all new listeners. The premise is funny people doing art and having a chat. I'm your host, Annie McGrath, and I'm joined today by the absolutely fantastic comedian, John Kearns. I think John is absolutely brilliant, and I've been so excited about having him on the podcast. He's such a, as well as a very funny man, he is, he's a creative mind. He's the voice of a generation. He's on the new series of Taskmaster, and I had a lot of fun painting with John. Um, so I hope you enjoy the episode. Remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Secret Art Pod so you can see mine and John's portraits of Raymond Briggs. Enjoy the episode. Right, I'm going to read out an intro for you. Oh, man. Worst bit. I agree. John Kearns is an actor, writer and comedian who, at the time of recording this podcast, is the only person to have won both the Edinburgh Comedy Award for Best Show and Best Newcomer in the awards history. John is co-host of Guessable on Comedy Central and he's been on loads of other TV shows including 8 Out of 10 Cats Does Countdown, Harry Hills Stars in Their Eyes, Drunk History, Top Coppers, Rotters and very excitingly, he's one of the contestants on the new series of Taskmaster. He's one of my favourite comedians and people, and I'm excited to have him on the podcast. Thank you, Ali, for having me. <laughs> Thanks for coming. That, honestly. I've um, got that sincerity problem with my voice where everything sounds sarcastic, but I did mean all that. Well, I think you're quite honest. Thank you. I don't think you can lie. Are you a good liar? Um, I reckon I'd know if you were lying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a good liar? I think I am quite a good liar. Although, actually, I do panic sometimes. Like when I was about 16 and my mum went away and we had a party, me and uh-huh. my brother, yeah. and I cleared up everything perfectly, put all the bottles in next doors, recycling. <laughs> I'd done everything like very strategically. Yeah. And then one of my friends had stayed over and he'd put coffee granules under the sink where he thought, you know, lots of people have their bins under the sink. Yeah. But we had cleaning products in there. And Same. He'd, he'd put... um. He'd put the coffee granules in there. And so my, my mum got back and she opened that and went, why is there coffee in the... And I went, we had a party! And then just burst into tears. <laughs> so, um... Oh, my God! Yeah, I guess I am quite honest. She wouldn't have guessed. She wouldn't have guessed. I know. Anyway, are you an honest person? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am. I, I think I am. I mean, no one's going to say they're not. True, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm extremely dishonest. Yeah, I think, I guess we're also in a business where 
you watch a lot of French shows. Mm. <laughs> you have to lie about how good they are. Well, I think <laughs> Tim uh, Key said that, I don't know if a friend did it to him or he'd heard it. It was an old um, theatrical thing mm. that you see a friend's show mm. and um, <laughs> it's awful. Yeah. But you go backstage and you see him and you go, you bastard. <laughs> You've done it again. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> you so you're them. not passing any judgment. You bastard. You bastard. That's good. I hate You've when people say, again. how do you think it went? Have you ever had that? I've had people say that. I've had people say horrible things after my yeah. shows. Like, it's funny, you look back and it says more about the person. Do you reckon? Oh, yeah. The people that have said mad things after my shows, I'm like, What's the maddest you've had? Well, not mad, just rude. Mm. <laughs> I remember someone saying to me, like, like, and and, and again, it, you know, it, it's more that you've just got off, like maybe mm. forty five minutes after your show's finished, and you're like, you're you're now in the bar, yeah, and then someone comes up to you and they're like, you know, I know you tried to make me cry, but I didn't, like that as an opening thing, wow. or yeah, that's very revealing of them, I would or say. um. Yeah, I preferred the other one. Just like, as, and uh, again, these don't feel that mad, but it's more the timing of it. Yeah. I remember a friend once saying, we did a preview of a sketch show when I was at university, and it was an hour, a preview of the whole show. And afterwards in the bar, she went, you've got a good half hour. <laughs> I just think it says more about, just lie, or yeah. just say well done. Just go, yeah, just well, say done. well done. Yeah. But people... Also, you have it with um, maybe older friends who mm. maybe were before, and it's like their way of, in my mind, I think it's their way of kind of, they feel as though they can say things because they're like, well, you've known me mm. all my life, all your life. Mm. Before so you were doing this I can, comedy shit. Yeah. Like, I can say stuff to you. Yeah. But also it might be a bit weird for them because maybe, you know, they know you at school or whatever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're seeing you in front of, I don't know. Thousands of people. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was going to say thousands. They're like, never played to thousands of people. <laughs> Wouldn't want to. No. But, you know, like they see you in a theatre, everyone laughing at you. It's yeah. almost like they must be like, well, let's uh, knock him down a peg or two. <laughs> and on that note... um, Thanks for coming on the podcast. Can well, you, thank you. Thank you for having me. Can you talk us through your choice of muse? Yeah. All right. Well, I have an image here of uh, a, I think he's young here, a young mm. uh, Raymond Briggs. It's a lovely photo. It is a nice photo. And I was going through pictures of him and I thought this would be a nice picture of him to draw. It's quite angular. Feels quite candid. He's sort of looking down at something. Yeah. In but um, he's got a little, he's got that nuclear badge on. Mm. So maybe this is around when the wind blows. Mm. Uh, but yeah, he's a massive, um, well, was a massive hero of mine. Yeah. Absolutely loved him. Are you a big fan of the snowman? Couldn't give a toss about the snowman. <laughs> It's funny, he died. Uh, what? 
Spoiler. Uh, yeah, the snowman. <laughs> yeah. My brother used to cry every time the snowman melted and went, snowman dead. Oh. He was a child. He didn't just. No man, he called him no man. No man, yeah. No man dead. <laughs> no man dead. <laughs> no man dead. <laughs> yeah, the no man. <laughs> um, well, he died uh, a few months back. Yes. Very sad. Uh, it was sad, and I was reading about him, and the children's laureate at the moment, name slips my mind, I apologise, but... Um, the children's laureate was like had to wrote a few hundred words about Raymond Briggs, mm-hmm. and he said when he was a kid, he would trace Raymond Briggs's books, oh. and I that's what I did really for about years, years. I traced the entire Father Christmas book. Wow, Brit, and you know he's like even the writing, the just- writing. Although I didn't include, I showed the first page to my mum and she told me off because uh, Father Christmas says blooming a lot. Mm. She was like, yes, bad word. I shouldn't say that word. Blooming. Blooming. Is that a bad word? Oh, blooming, like blooming like, Yeah, like blooming hell. Oh, yeah. Wow. So I... God, you should have what my parents said. Well, the, it's kind of, well, no, like, it's kind of funny how, you know, you look back at these things and you're like, it was weird that that was picked up on. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, there's a lot of, well, I knew, Fruity I knew, language. yeah, well, I knew more swear words than that, sure. Yeah. Mum, I know more than blooming. Mum is blooming. I'm going to start, while we chat, I'm going to start. So we're just, do we start, we just start paint drawing? and we'll carry on paint. this chat, but there's some brushes there. Mm-hmm. I didn't bring pencils, so are you all right with acrylic paint? Straight in with the paint. What would you normally do? You'd like to. Well, draw when it I out. traced. Yeah, I was going to say you can trace, but of I course, use, no, this I'm acrylic not paper be, is very that'd, thick. That'd be cheating. Also hard to trace on an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on thick uh, white card. <laughs> I'd like to see it done though. <laughs> that man is tracing <laughs> on his iPhone. But yeah, that's what I did. That was my, like, looking back, that was my mindfulness as a teenager. Yeah. And do you still do that? Do you know what? I don't. And it, But it's one of those things where you go, I wish I did. Because mm. I enjoy it. And you now have a son? Do you... Do um, have a son, yeah. Do you read him, Raymond Briggs's, Briggs's stories? Not yet. I, I collect, uh, I well, I did collect kind of kids' books. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, the illustrations and all that beautiful stuff. So uh, I've got a lot ready to go, but he's too, um, he's too young for that. He's he's one, he's one, hasn't he? Yeah. So he's but he's yeah. not. He's, what stage of sort of stories is he at? Um, is he coming to your gigs yet? <laughs> Is that a dig about stories in my shows? <laughs> um, uh, he's um, oh, he's into does it turn? You know, page turning. You heard about that? No, but I like the sound of it. Yeah, he's into page turning. Um, but yeah, so he's a hero. Absolutely loved him. Also, I think he very much influenced. He was very British, mm-hmm. like. Uh, 
if you think about his books, there's always like they're very like all the interiors are very homely and cozy. Mm-hmm. And you're a cozy man, aren't you? Yeah, massive, <laughs> massive. <laughs> Have you seen that? What was that? Um, is it in the psychiatrist's chair, face to face? Tony Hancock being interviewed. No, and the camera is proper light in his face. Yeah, and uh, I just like the idea. This is that. <laughs> A grueling interview. Also, I like the I like the, like I like how we're not going to see each other's. We're going to see at the end. Yeah, we've got quite nice. Um, did you plan it that way? I did actually. I was going to oh, pass yeah. next to each other, and then I thought the reveal will be better if we're opposite, so we can't um, see what the other person's doing. You know what I'm doing? I'm going to try and do his face in the colours of the snowman. Wow. What, uh, blue. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say a carrot. Blue, yeah. Carrot for his <laughs> Carrot, nice. I did a uh, City Lit course. Do you know City Lit? Yeah, I do. They do short courses for adults, yeah. creative courses. I did one on Lucy and Freud. Nice. This actually, this photo does look like that famous self-portrait of Freud, doesn't it? He had quite a big nose. Yeah, you're thinking of the one where he's looking down as well. Yeah. Did you go to that exhibition? His portrait one? Yeah, I think I did. I can't remember. Was it a while ago? Yeah, a few years back. The reason why I uh, thought of him is on that course, Mm. the teacher was very good. Very good. Fantastic. She said um, she made us look at the way he drew collars mm. on shirts. And she was like, that, that's his genius. Really? She was just like, look at, she was just like, look, she just kind of, we were staring at his collar. Also, I was the, I was the only English guy there. It was like lots of um, kind of, there was an Italian guy. And did you mind that? Well, that's not what I signed up for, you know? <laughs> oh, my class is British. <laughs> like, like my author's British. <laughs> This is not what I'm here for. <laughs> um, how did Freud anyway, do look, his collars, though? I've never even noticed that. I don't know. Well, I don't know. We were staring at it. And it's just she's just like you know, it was just the the crumpledness of it. You know mm. when people look at like you know how like Michelangelo did uh, robes and stuff, yeah, and curtains, and you're like, God, how did he do that? It's just a bit like that. Really. Yeah, the sort of detail of the fabric. And you studied. History of art, is that right? No, I did English and drama. Why do I think you studied history of art? I Ah. did, well, I did. Sorry, there's been a mistake in this booking. (laughs) (laughs) I did a term of it. Oh, yeah, that'll do. You did English and drama. That's what I did as well. I did a term of history of art. I was the only bloke in there. (laughs) 30 women and me. Yeah, and looking back, I should have. Um, I should have. Uh, I was very shy. I didn't talk to anyone. I mean, <laughs> what they were you going to say? They didn't talk to me. Should have utilised that. No, but I should have really spoke to people. I didn't yeah. talk to anyone. I remember that. I remember thinking, I mean, they, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the regret. Still the regret. I've only used blue so far. How? What are you using, colour wise? Um, black. 
relaxed. So you've got well, I'm I'm debating whether to use any colour. Well, it is monochrome, isn't it? The photo we're looking at so, a black and white picture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I'm trying to use water as a sort of pencil to draw it. I out. love. We can't see what each other are doing. It's very, very exciting. What do you do if I just at the end just painted you? <laughs> Every episode you do that. <laughs> You make people bring something yeah. in. Think about it for but a I while. I always paint John Guns. <laughs> yeah, it's always me. Always me. Have you got any favourite artists, John? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Next question. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, it, you know, it's a bit like, um, you know, it's a bit like music where you, discover a band and then you go right who are their influences and mm -hmm. off you go um so i like the london painters yeah again i this is something i'm discovering i'm like okay there's a school of people i like mm -hmm. so i guess that's uh hockney yeah our back freud maybe bacon's in there I love a bit of bacon. Did you know Auerbach was also a semi-pro actor? I didn't know he was an actor. Because I remember you telling me once that you liked him, so I did some research. Because oh. I hoped you'd say his name. Um, yeah, he was a pro actor and was only financially secure in his 50s. Quite depressing. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't... Um... Well, he's still alive, I think. Yeah, he is. He's in his 90s. Yeah. So, um, no, you don't hear about him that much. Like, again, uh, you know. I assumed he was dead, but he's he's doing all right at the time of recording this podcast. You've got to clarify these things. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like, um, but I also, you know, like with Raymond Briggs, I, I like illustration as well. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a difference between. Well, I don't think there is a difference between what he does and what the others do, but you know what I mean there. Um, so I like, skill. yeah, yeah. So I like um, basically pre-war artists as well, mm -hmm. in between the wars. So like, but like the more illustrators, so like um, Borden and is it the thing with artist names is you only see them on walls. And you read about them in books. No one tells you how to say them. No one ever says how to say them. Which so, one were you going to say? Well, I think it, is it Ravilli? I don't know. Sounds right. I think you've just got Eric to be Ravilli? R-A-V-I-L-I-O-U-S, I think. Oh, God, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I like that guy. <laughs> Whoever he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like oh, you're, uh, you mean Picasso? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm always, I'm always <laughs> meaning Picasso. When people get old, yeah, they start painting. That's true. And I've like I was watching a there was a documentary on last night about the BBC's like their biggest their biggest problems, like the the things they've had to overcome. And David Dimbleby was there in his office chatting away, and he's like in his mid eighties, I think. Mm -hmm. But behind him is like it's like he's sat in an artist studio, and I'm like, the f what's happening here? <laughs> David Dimbleby, but he paints, does he? 
Apparently so. Churchill painted. Yeah, that's true. Vic Reeves paints. He does want to get him on the podcast, actually. Well, he does lovely he, um, he do it. bird paintings, doesn't he? Yeah, he does bird paintings. Um, do you do it to relax? Well, again, looking back at my childhood, it's all I did, drawing. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a cartoonist. That was my number one. That was going to be my job, you know? Yeah. But what, what uh, changed? Um, well, actually, I wanted to be an animator, like, mate, you know, Wallace and Gromit. Oh, I love Wallace and Gromit. That was the dream. Yeah. And there was, I, I went to school with a chap called Mike. Oh, yeah, I know him. <laughs> and he was a whiz at, um, stop, uh, frame animation. Mm-hmm. Like, he was genuinely incredible at it. Like, he knew how to, he had all the camera stuff. And when I was 13, I was like, oh, I don't have any of this. And so in my mind, I went, well, therefore, I could. I, I just, he was so good at it. I went, oh, I know I won't be this. That's sad. Well, I guess it's sad, but it's also, I kind of, it was helpful in a way. Yeah. Is but he still doing it? I don't know. I, I haven't seen that guy since I left school. Imagine he thought the same. He's like, oh, I would want to do that, but John's so good at it. I'll never do it as well as him. And now neither of you do it. Maybe. <laughs> I reckon I'd be amazed if he didn't do it because he was like genuinely. But also, it doesn't really matter because you're very good at comedy, and that's your job now. Well, my yeah, my job is all right now. His dad was an inventor. Wow. I always remember, like as a kid, you're like, "What the fuck do you mean your dad's an inventor?" Yeah, what does that mean? I mean, what has he invented? Well, I presume unemployed. <laughs> Sounds cool though, doesn't it? Sounds better than freelance. <laughs> yeah, I might start saying it. <laughs> inventor. Uh, I'm an inventor. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do, mate? <laughs> this woman at the park today I was with my son on the swings, just asking me everything. <laughs> what do you do? Where do you live? That's too much. I said I'm an actor because mm-hmm. I couldn't be asked saying comedian. Why is it less embarrassing to say actor than comedian? Because I find that as well. It's because easier. no one knows. Because no one, very few people have a favourite comedian who isn't. Like, like nine times out of ten, you know what someone someone would say, comedy-wise. Mm. Like, people might go to comedy maybe, the majority of people, maybe once a year. Maybe. Do you reckon? Maybe. I like, guess it's less of a... There's no shorthand. Whereas actor... Yeah. People, you know, that's all in people's tellies, you know, they're like, yeah, yeah, but... And, and there's, like, less of an expectation of what you, as a person, will be, like, there's no pressure to be a certain way. Whereas with comedy, it's like, we'll say something funny there. Also, with comedy, they're like, well, they just look at you and go, I haven't heard of you. Yeah. And Whereas so you if got you're it. an actor, they look at you and go, I haven't heard of you. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, it's a minefield. Yeah. So she was quizzing you in the park. Did she have a child or was she? Yeah, it wasn't hers. As in, I think she was the nan. Okay. But, you know, she was asking me about my living and all that. You know, you're sat there talking away and you're like, okay. 
telling people everything about yourself. Too honest. Did no, you tell her where no. you lived? Yeah, yeah, I did, weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> I told her where I lived, I told her what I do. She kept calling Wolf Bank a girl. <laughs> oh, really? You know, she kept saying, oh, she's having such fun. I was like, oh, God, yeah, yeah. Did you say? No. Nah. You told me once about, because I was going to ask if you own any art, and I remember you have a good story about a white cube print. I wondered if you could indulge me. Well, it was my birthday, and my mate bought me, um, my mate's wife works at White Cube, and she bought, and he bought me a, uh, my mind's gone blank, what are they called? Gilbert and George. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bought me a Gilbert and George print. Yeah. Anyway, it was like Union Jack, Gilbert and George print, signed. Yeah. And I'm looking at this thing and I'm thinking, wow. Nice British print. I find, finally. <laughs> <laughs> nice British print. <laughs> Gilbert and George. Um, anyway. Got drunk. Woke up the next morning. And I'm imme- it's amazing how your brain works, but I'm immediately like, yeah, don't know what that is. I'm running around the flat. I'm thinking, oh my God, this is crazy. I call the pub. You don't have a Gilbert and George print, do you? <laughs> no, mate. Oh, dear. So anyway, I'm panicking because I'm like, God almighty, I've lost something that's probably quite, you know, quite valuable. And So I think I need to re- replace this immediately. Mm-hmm. So I call up White Cube and I'm like, do you sell Gilbert and George prints? Yeah. I'm like, right. I'm coming in. I'm buying it. I get there. In your head, did you have a sort of sum that you were willing to part with? I'm thinking £200. Yeah. But I'm also thinking it's framed. Um, sorry, it's signed. Oh, and I'm panicking there. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Also, I'm thinking, has she got it, like, exclusively? Like, I don't know. How she got it signed? Yeah. Anyway, I walk in. There's hundreds of them. £10. <laughs> I love it. So I just bought one, obviously. Panic over. Then did you feel a bit sad? <laughs> yeah, I felt robbed. <laughs> Ten pound? <laughs> Pretty good, though. Ten pound for a print and signed by bad, the artist. Yeah. Crazy. You got it up on the wall? Well, that's the thing, isn't it? What? You buy all these prints. <laughs> yeah. They're just still sat there. I know. It's hard to find a lot of wall space. Do you know what? In if London, I could be, if I'm born again, yeah, framing, framing. That is where the money is. It fucking is. You want to talk to me about where the money is? I'll talk to you about where the money is. It's in framing. And they get me every time I go in. Okay. They, yeah, they, you're there. They go. Well, what do you? How about this? How about that? You're like, yeah, that looks good. That looks good. Okay, let's let's tie it up. Cost triple what you're actually framing. It's daylight robbery, but once you've seen how good it can look, you're like, well, I can't, I can't now get an inferior you frame. You can't be going I'm... to snappy snaps getting no. a frame. But it feels like it's like it feels it feels like getting a black cab. Yeah, it's it feels decadent. Absolutely ridiculously, like you're just like, what am I, a millionaire? Yeah, we're in a cost like, of living crisis, and there you are with your mahogany. 
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. He was, uh, he was kind of famously miserable. Was he? Yeah, I think he, he, he yeah. Tortured artist vibe. Well, he had quite a tough life, I'd say. Um, I don't know much about his life. Not, not like he had, like he had a very lovely upbringing. I think mm-hmm. he loved his parents. Ethel and Ernest. Have you, do you know that book? Great names. No, I don't. That's a beautiful book. Is that a kid's book? Uh, no, it's a graphic novel. Really, like adults. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about his parents meeting and their lives. It's very, well, it's life. It's not sad. It's life. Do you know when people say things are sad? It's like well, it's just, it's real life, isn't it? But like his. I think he had two wives, but they died tragically, and I don't know, didn't have children, and yet mm. famous for making beautiful kids' books. Did he want children? I'm not sure. I, I don't know. Just a hero. Just love him. Genius. Yeah. Proper, proper genius, man. Do you think he'd ever want to write any kids' novels? <sighs> well... You don't have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it just feels so, you know, like comedians do it. It just doesn't feel great. What a bit sort of cynical. Yeah. But I do genuinely collect them and love them. I think you'd be brilliant at it. And I do kind of, if I had an idea, of course. I judged the Roald Dahl Funny Book Prize in oh, 2013. Cool. And I had to read loads of kids' books. And who won? It was genuinely funny. What's the guy's name? Big uh, uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid guy. Oh, yeah. Do you know those books? Yeah. I can't remember his name, but I do know the books. <laughs> Very funny. You got sent a box. I mean, you look back on these jobs, you're like, God, that was fun. Mm. It was Michael Rosen was the judge. Sat in a room with Michael Rosen. Marina Hyde, the guardian. Yeah. Me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Judging it. Just the three of you. There are a few others in there. (laughs) God knows who they were. Funny, do you ever think about it? It's funny how you kind of, you've been in rooms with people. You're like, and then years back, you look back and you're like, oh, that's funny, isn't it? Yeah. 
I judged a photography um, competition in lockdown. Did you? I felt a bit underqualified to do it, but it was quite fun. Yeah, but they were thinking the... who the hell was she? Who? <laughs> How did that come about? From, do you remember I put on that exhibition of art? Yes. By comedians for Mental Health UK. So it was the photography exhibition or competition was a charity thing that Mental Health UK hosted so they just asked me because they have my email address I suppose that's it <laughs> and that's all it comes down to you got to get that email address out of there yeah um <sighs> I've given him his jaw's too smaller yeah there's something wrong about mine I can't find face so if we're allowed to talk about it how was your experience of Taskmaster? It was fantastic. But it's very uh, interesting, actually, because basically, what, you know, you do the tasks, and obviously you don't, um, you haven't got a clue what you're doing, really. Mm-hmm. Also, you don't know what anyone else has done. So you're just sat there like, well, I think, I presume that's what I do. Does it feel like the thing you choose to do, do you think at the time? Well, everyone else has probably done that as well. Or do you feel like you're doing something? Sort of? uh, you do feel... Well, the thing is, you don't... The thing is, you don't have time to think about anything like this, really. Mm-hmm. You really do just have to think quite instinctively. And it's only when you look back in the studio and, you know, so you're sat there and there are moments where you're like, ooh. So if they go, oh, here's Dara and Sarah doing it. You're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> then they go, okay, here's Fern and Munya doing it. Oh, no. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> why have I got my own little, why have I got my own little thing? <laughs> um, it's a great show. Can't wait to watch. It's a good show. And, but like I said, like you've got to be able to uh, sit there and have, you know, one of the best comedians in the country, Greg Davies, mm-hmm. just rip the shit out of you for... Th- 30 hours yeah he's quite intimidating as well so tall and i think i reckon i reckon some people might sound odd for a comedian but i reckon some people like can't actually handle that Mm. (laughs) (laughs) they're just sat there like i can't handle this guy he's like ripping me what do you mean um well yeah but that's what that's what you signed up for yeah Oh, this doesn't look like Raymond Briggs. Uh. I don't know if... Joe, I'm just going to experiment now. Are you still going all black? Well, that's the thing. I'm very, very intrigued by yours. Got any favourite galleries, John? Um, Would you go to a gallery as a way of... That's a sort of fun thing to do. Well, uh, when I did that course, yeah, they were talking about um, Freud's favourite paintings, mm-hmm. and one of them was uh, a Titian that's in Edinburgh Gallery, mm-hmm. and he said it had the best tummy in um, art. <laughs> in this, in this, in this painting, was yeah. the best tummy in art. And he also said, the more you look at it, the more dogs you see. Wow. 
As in literal dogs? Yeah. Not like one of those um, mind puzzles where it's <laughs> like an illusion. What are they called? <laughs> what, magic eye? Magic eye. Yeah. <laughs> Lucian Freud's favourite um, <laughs> favorite painting wasn't uh, John Constable's The Horse, but... Um, <laughs> Just that magic eye. Do you know the uh, <laughs> Daily Mail Saturday magazine from 1997? Stare at it long enough. <laughs> There's an elephant in Can't there. move for dogs. Uh, anyway, so I, I was in Edinburgh that week. And so I went there. And um, it's quite interesting going to a art gallery to see a specific painting. Mm. Like you march through and people are looking at you like, like, where the fuck's he going? He knows what he's doing. Like you're using a lift? You're going to avoid everything? Um, you close your eyes so you didn't take in any other artwork. Yeah, I took in nothing. So yeah, and was it the best tummy in art? I know what he meant. Looking at it, I'm like, yeah, because it's soft. Is it a woman's tummy or a man's? Woman, yeah, woman. Good belly button. Lovely belly button. Inny. <laughs> yeah, it's a little inny there. <laughs> Hard to paint an outie, isn't it? Imagine an outie, like one of the greatest paintings ever. <laughs> What's your favourite gallery? I don't know, favourite gallery. I was just thinking about going to see a specific painting. I think I did do that in Oslo. It's a funny thing to do. To go to see the scream. Yeah, stuff like that. Painting. Obviously, I took in some other stuff as well, but I found it weirdly small. It feels like a painting that you've seen reproduced so many times. And then in the flesh, I find those really famous ones are always a bit disappointing because they're either yeah. sort of behind glass, like um, the Mona Lisa. And yeah, the scream, I just remember thinking that's quite small, actually. <laughs> <laughs> nice, though. I do like a monk. There's loads of them, aren't there? Mm. It's only like, there's like, is there 10 of them? Yeah, something like that. Well, that's uh, a good sound, isn't it? Yeah, for everyone listening. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I went to an art gallery in Budapest. Mm. I don't know if I was hungover, but my God, I was I was, <laughs> I was thinking this is the greatest art gallery I've ever been to. Yeah. Are you um, sick? <laughs> was I sick? <laughs> Such a nice gallery. I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> was I sick? <laughs> Don't think I was sick. Was I sick? Put a magnet. A magnet from there. Nice. Yeah, got to get a magnet. Is it on the fridge? Yeah. Don't know what it is. It's mad. I don't know if it's a dolly. It's like a. It's. I was. It's impossible to explain, really. Does sound like you might have been hungover. <laughs> what? Because I bought a magnet. <laughs> yeah. a classic you get on. hangover purchase. <laughs> what a magnet! <laughs> a Dali magnet. Is it? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's he wankered. He's come over with a Dali print. <laughs> he's got a magnet. Oh, I've made him look. 
like an old woman. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm kind of happy with it. The hair's tricky, isn't it? Yeah. Are you nearly done, do you reckon? Um, Got a few more lines I want to add in. Oh, John. Yeah? Um, You've got a nice bit of stand-up about um, Van Gogh's Starry Night, which is also my favourite Van Gogh painting. Not really a question, but I feel like not many people could pull off a bit of stand-up about art. Well. But you do, was the end of that sentence. This is, I nice quite bit. like referencing art in stand-up. Mm-hmm. Because it's quite... Stand-up is putting images in people's heads, right? Mm-hmm. Funny images. And we've all got a shorthand. Most of us know, if I say Van Gogh sunflowers, most people listening to this are now picturing that. Yeah. It's just a good way of getting into people's heads with an image. Also, with Van Gogh, I found doing Edinburgh previews, even if somebody, I said to someone, what's your favourite Van Gogh? And he went, the boot. (laughs) And I kind of bluffed it for a bit. And then what I realised is I was doing what everyone else was doing, is that people are just going, hmm, I've not seen that. Yeah. But everyone's just picturing a boot yeah. and then putting like a Van Gogh filter on it and going, I presume it's like that. <laughs> so. And does the boot exist or is he just. Yeah, no, it does exist. Oh, it does yeah, exist. I looked it up. Yeah. I thought he was just having a laugh. I thought it was a funny answer. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. People can say it and fuck you over completely. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so that's kind of, that's what I like doing really. I like, it's a good way of just getting an image in people's heads. Mm. Because like I did some stand up on a past show about Michelangelo painting the Sistine Chapel. Mm -hmm. And you know, everyone knows that. So you just, you know, it's, it's there. It's just a nice thing to use. Yeah. That makes sense. It makes sense to me. That's for sure. I loved that um, work in progress that I came to recently. Is that something you're working up? Are you going to do Edinburgh next year, or is that just a show you're working up for? Tour, whenever? yeah, February. Oh yeah, great. Where are you going on it? Everywhere. How much of the shirt have you done? I was literally about to maybe start the stripes. Yeah, I've put a couple of stripes. Do you, so this is, what are we using here, acrylics? Acrylics, yeah. You you paint, yeah? I paint, yeah. Is acrylic your, your jam? Acrylic, yeah, it's my go-to. I, I would like to use oils, but I've never really learnt or been confident enough to just try them. But I was thinking of doing one of those courses, actually, like the City Lit one you did in oils. When you did the um, Freud course. Yeah. Only English bloke there. Swear to God. Furious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Did they teach you with oils or did you just use whatever? Oh, no, it it, it was like a history of art course. Oh, I see. Yeah. It wasn't like painting in the style of? No. 
Yeah, what's your um, chosen material? Well, it is like pencil. I'm so sorry. Pen, I didn't bring charcoal, maybe. Pencils in. There's more of a. But I, I read. I, this is very. This is very nice, by the way. I'm having a really very nice time. Good. It's relaxing, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> Very topical. Oil or watercolour? I'm going to say oil just because I'm enjoying today. Acrylic. Portrait or landscape? No, sorry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's not got a fucking clue. (laughs) (laughs) No, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say me. Um... <laughs> oh dear, fuck me, that's funny. Oh. I made him cry. What was that? Sorry. We don't um, end until I've made the guest cry. Yeah. Um it. portrait or landscape? Landscape today. Can you separate the art from the artist? <sighs> that's a quick fire question. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't have to be if you've got a long answer. I think you can. But but it's hard. It's more revealing if you when you know more about the artist. But you can. Yeah. Do you think it's easier with painting than it is with music or comedy? Oh, comedy, I think you got to know about the person. If mm. they're doing anything worthwhile up there. Um, I guess it, no, I guess it is less with art. I guess I mean, like, if the artist has done something bad, does it matter less with fine art than it does with something like um, comedy or acting? Or I uh, guess there's an intimacy with a comedy where there's a lot of trust with comedy. Mm. Whereas art, people can be labelled nuts anyway mm-hmm. it's like well of course he will you know of course they were mad look look at look at this yeah um but then i'm talking about michelangelo though i don't know anything about michelangelo but you can respect the way he draws hands oh my god some of the best hands you know what i mean hands are impossible hands are impossible and feet Crazy night out or cosy night in? Cosy night in, please. Wig or fake teeth? Stunning. Stunning question. You can't say both. <laughs> you have I'm to go gonna with go one. with fake teeth. Yeah. Because I've forgotten my wig a few times. That yeah. doesn't matter. Have you Just... ever forgotten your teeth? Uh once. Did it change the gig? It was a Christmas show about the art centre, mm-hmm. and I fashioned some with the help of my director friend John. Um, tried to make some fake ones out of a plastic pint glass. Wow! And uh, within about a minute, I, my gums were like bleeding, and <laughs> I had to stop. It does sound funny. Just crazy though. <laughs> you kind of look back, you're like, it's crazy. 
Little Alex Horn or the Taskmaster? Oh, it has to be. It has to be Mr. Horn. Lovely chap. Invented the thing, of course. Yeah. Let's not forget that. Clever guy. Very clever. Funny as well. Mm-hmm. Tortured artist or logical landlord? <laughs> I've had a logical landlord. Have <laughs> you? Yeah, he's absolutely mad. Absolutely mad. I, mean, I don't know if he's mad. Could you say mad anyway? I don't know, but he was absolutely loopy, this guy. <laughs> In what way? Oh, God. Just. Oh, he'd just. He'd visit. He'd visit. Pop in. Not telling you he's coming. Just for a social. I told him that was illegal. What did he say? Oh, God, he was just such a twat. <laughs> he had 15 bank accounts, he told me once. Oh, my God, that's too many. And, like, when he found out what I did for a living, he'd constantly try and give me advice, financial advice. It's just like, fuck off, mate. God. Sounds awful. Yeah, it, it, Cheap though, so stayed for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> what was your answer? Tortured artist or logical artist? Oh, he got to be tortured artist. Talk about or think about art. Think about art, definitely. No disrespect to you, but <laughs> it is, it's a very private thing. Yeah. Like I, I... I was a bit nervous actually coming here because... Were you? Well, obviously I was looking forward to it, but there was a part of me that's like... Because it is like my, privately, I think, like, I'll I'll buy, like, a book and I'll be like, yeah, I want to know about this this guy. Or mm-hmm. I watched a Bridget Riley documentary, like, mm. in Edinburgh. And I was like, yeah, I just love this. But then if someone was to say to me, well, you know, what do you like about it? Yeah, it's exposing. I'd be like, oh, well. The colours? The colours that Bridget Riley does <laughs> with the lines. <laughs> I like the colours and the patterns of the Bridget Riley and when it's in circles. I think she's very clever. Do you know what I'm amazed by though? Like, get, like she was the same. Even people like Damien Hurst are like this. Is you know when they you know when like people do abstract weird shit, mm. but then you see them, you see drawings. Yeah. And they can all, they're all incredible artists. Yeah. Like Tracy Emin, brilliant. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. Van Gogh or Frank Auerbach? Frank Auerbach. Newcomer or main award? Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. It has to be the newcomer. Looking at a painting close up or far away? Lovely question. Close up. Private view or view of privates? I love a view of privates. Painting from life, landscape or still life? As I've got older, and you know, I'm not, I know I'm not old, old. But like when I was a kid, my nan had like John Constable's The Haywain on them. You know, that's like Britain's favourite painting. Mm. And when I was in year (laughs) six. British paint. It was. Yeah. You know, it's like voted the British. Paint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was in year six at primary school, we went and stayed there. Really? Yeah. 
And I never really appreciated it. Also, I thought it was boring. I'm like, you know, countryside, boring. Yeah. But as I've got older, I've come to really respect that stuff. Hmm. Don't know why. He does nice skies as well, doesn't he? Famously nice skies. That's why, you know, um, but again, that's what I mean about getting the image in someone's head. Mm. Michael Brunstrom, he did a show about the Haywain. Mm-hmm. I've always been quite envious of that. I'm not, I'm not envious of any comedy, really, because I just think it's so personal. Yeah. Like, I'd never really watch anything and be like, oh, I wish I did that. I'm always like, yeah, that's what you do, fine. Yeah. But him doing that, I thought was so clever. I yeah. think it was called The Haywain Reloaded. Oh, I just thought it was so clever. I was just like, yeah, that's a very clever thing to do, man. Art or music? Oh, it's very hard to decipher. What would you say to that? I think I'd say music. I think music is the best art form. I just, it has to be, doesn't it? I think music is the only art form that can yeah, very quickly evoke a very strong feeling. Agreed. Gotta be music. Art or books? Oh, I love books. <laughs> comedy or art? Well, it has to be comedy. Yeah, that's the end. But of I, I, um, I take great influence from art. Mm-hmm. Like I read a lot of art theory, just because I find it very interesting, mm. and it's all f- full of really good ideas. Does it help with writing? Massively. 100%. Anyone who wants to do um, comedy, I'd say read literary theory and art theory or go to a museum and be inspired there. Yeah. I generally think one of the worst things a new comedian can do is gig all the time. Really? Always, yeah. 100%. That's always the advice. It's always the advice. And I understand the advice. But I think I think it's bollocks. I think you've got to live life. You've got to be out there with your mates. You've got to be out there bored. You've got to be out there working. I think yeah. you know, you've got to have a job, I think. A bit of real life about you. And then maybe once a week, stand on a stage and try and do jokes. Mm-hmm. And also there's something about, like, when you're professional, there is something like, oh, you know, you have a bad gig. Get out there the next night. Mm. Get rid of the feeling. When you're starting out, sit in that feeling. Feel crap. <laughs> because then you, you know, you'll learn. You'll realise if you want to do it. Yeah. Does yours look like him? No, it doesn't. I think if you see the picture and this, you'll be like, eh, see what you're trying to do. But it, does it look like him? Mm, no. Does yours? Well, I don't think you'd know it's him, so I guess the answer's no. Okay, you're going to sign it? Oh, you have already. I've just done my initials at the bottom and then I've sort of smudged them out, but you get the idea. It's quite clever getting someone to paint while talking because they say stuff. Yeah. Have you found this? Yeah. (laughs) It's all part of the plan. So you're distracted, so you're less inhibited. Not just a pretty face. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, I'm happy with that. You know, I think yeah. you know, I think I've I've worked hard. 
<laughs> right. You want to show me yours? Go on then. It's a bit drippy. It's very wet. Oh, that's really good. Oh, thanks. I admire your... I admire that. You went for the cut. Lovely. Well done. Thanks. Oh, wow. That's great. It's quite caricature isn't it? I love it. Like Leicester very, Square. So... <laughs> That's where you're going next, isn't it? <laughs> it's brilliant. I like your sort of... You've got quite minimal use of lines, but every line is very... Every line is important that it's there. Do you know what I mean? I'm happy with it. It's great. It, you've also managed to make the paint look like charcoal. Hmm. I guess it's because you weren't using that much water, were you? No, I wasn't. And I thought uh, there was a point where I thought, should I? And then I thought, I'm actually enjoying. I'm kind of. I like the red stripes as well, sort of accidental colour. Yeah. JK. Your initials. That's me. Joke. That's my. Um... <laughs> it was written in the stars. <laughs> That's my. Uh, this is my dedication to Robert Briggs. Thank you, John. It's Looks been lovely Ted to Hughesy, chat to you. But, um, yeah, I'm yeah, happy with it. It's great. Thanks for having me, Andy. Thank you for coming. Lovely to see you. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Secret Art Pod and tell your friends if you enjoyed it, for God's sake. John is on Twitter at John's Fur Coat and I'm on Twitter at Annie McTweet. I'm also on Instagram, McGrath.Annie and McGrath.Art for my own artworks. Uh, watch John on the new series of Taskmaster. He is very funny indeed. It's on Channel 4, Thursdays at 9pm, or you can watch all episodes on all four. Um, thanks for listening, and remember to keep listening, keep enjoying yourself. I've forgotten what to do because it's been so long since we've recorded an episode. It was very fun to do that one in person after the hiatus, um, so I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, remember to review if you did. Positively, of course. Um, see you next time. Goodbye. Secret Artists is a Turtle Canyon comedy production for Acast. Music by Alistair Clayton. Quickfire round music by Steve Dunn. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.